we talked about all the really really good stuff love can do and how powerful it can make you but it can also leave you with a lot of scars not only from the people you love but also the scars you inflict upon yourself because it consumed you so Love is absolutely everywhere. It's a feeling you see constantly in your environment. It's one of the first feelings we get to experience when we're born, and it's one of the last feelings we die with. We read about it, watch movies about it, listen to music about it. We see our family, friends, neighbors, or even random strangers expressing it. And we know exactly what it looks like, even when we don't experience it for ourselves. Love is just everywhere but it's still one of the most private and intimate feelings we have. It's one that we as humans struggle with the most, and sometimes it can even hurt. It can hurt so much that we might not want to experience this feeling anymore. It can hurt so much that we might even fear love itself. But why does this happen? How can such a beautiful, selfless feeling turn into poison? I think love can be very powerful, bringing out the best and the worst parts of oneself. So I think love, or I can understand if someone says they feel love. In general, I would say I do not feel love, but that would be, <laughs> that I guess that would be only half true because it does have the power to scare you and it is something that can um, sometimes rob you of your control and um, play with your emotions and yeah i guess if if you if you always trust in yourself in your emotions then you don't have to be afraid of anything but i don't think that's realistic so love can transgress borders, it can transgress religions, age, generations. It can even transgress into a uh, relationship between animals and humans. So love, I think, is a very unifying factor. Its power lies there to, to unite and, I believe, Humans are not meant to be alone. Some do better or worse uh, if they're being alone. But to get back to my point, it's a unifying factor. So it's meant to unite people. Its power lies exactly there to transgress opinions, to transgress very different opinions. And I think love is also the only way to to end wars to end conflict and without love we'd probably all be alone <laughs> not only talking in a romantic matter but love surrounds so many aspects of our life sometimes we fear love and people who love us without even wanting to 
We build up these walls that make us believe we're protecting ourselves, when in reality we're keeping ourselves away from something beautiful. It almost feels like a curse. We want love, but we fear it, so we leave it. Now that we talked about its power, I think one can see why love can make uh, someone feel fear or anxiousness or insecurity. Because love can also make you unreasonable. Love can make you do things you never thought you could. So basically love, depending how you work with it, depending how it affects you, can be very overwhelming. Because love can take the reins <laughs> and uh, make you do things you maybe didn't want to or maybe you were not ready to or maybe do things that hurt you in the end and that's the scary part and if you're a person that has maybe trust issues could also be that uh, love is a very scary thing for you because love makes you trust without question When we've been hurt in the past by someone who loves us, we take away the one thing we need in almost any relationship. Trust. And it doesn't matter how hurtful they've been to us. A part of that trust will vanish for everyone around us. We create this shield to keep the pain away, which is a good and completely natural thing to do. The problem with most shields is that it doesn't just keep one thing away. It doesn't just keep the pain away. It keeps love away as well. Um, as I said before, I I scratched, I, I scraped the topic a bit, um, what my personality was like back then. But at the point after I was closing myself off. So uh, we're talking after me being open and uh, trust, trusting and uh, sensitive and um yeah easy to read um we're talking afterwards so at the point where i had my guard up 24 7 except when um it was it was around school time as i said before and it will it would go literally uh from that time where i was close to uh to social interaction uh until uh, i was in a safe environment like at home or with my family or so but uh it was not only uh, at, at school it was um basically anywhere um on the street or neighborhood where i would um, come across people i knew from school or or met people I did not know who were my age. So, yeah, I was basically on guard the moment um, I had to interact with with the people of my same age or around my age. 
I did not realize this, otherwise I would have um, chosen differently, but that's the experience I had to make, or at least I think I, it's just an experience uh, that I had to go through one time and yeah, it, I was a, it was like a, a, a 180 degree from my personality, uh, meaning it was very toxic for myself, meaning long term it was really really bad for me i it made me completely unhappy and yeah i'm i'm going towards a point where i say um if i think about it now i'd say uh, i'm grateful i i got out of it uh, through through reflecting with uh, reflecting myself and my own personality a lot uh, at that time and um, being very open with my parents and having them to talk with me. Whenever, for example, whenever I was in school, I was very much aware or let's say whenever I was in, in uh, earlier explained social interactions, I was uh, on my guard all the time. So uh i was very very aware of my surroundings i was listening i was um my my senses my senses <laughs> my senses my senses were heightened um i would list i would try to listen to everything around me if i might um, hear something that might affect me uh even to that extreme point uh where I believe now you'd say where I was imagining things. So at that, so to that point where uh, someone would laugh, or anybody who would laugh, uh, for that matter, uh, where I thought to myself that must that must be directed to me. That must be in the context of um, of laughing about me at me and. So I was very, very uh, self-conscious as a result. Yeah, bullying, exclusion, basically becoming an outsider. And I do not want, I, I'm specifically phrasing it like that because um, it was partially my own doing. I was a very... Uh, a mistrusting person so everyone who seemed nice uh, I was very suspicious of so even if if there was literally no threat from from that person or from a group uh, I would always assume there was because I made everybody around me my enemy going full on with uh, the tactic if everybody's my enemy, I can be protected 100% of the time, which is totally bullshit now. I mean, even hearing me say it and even thinking about my thoughts and my uh, personality back then uh, is really unbelievable to me. But um, that was that. That's the way I was back then, and uh, not trusting anybody, um, 
being 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 very cautious of people I met being but at the same time which is very ironic because um around me uh, because a lot of people being being or becoming an outsider uh, along the years of course gathered a lot of uh, prejudice prejudices against me and the the funny part is and that of course i only realized afterwards um i was very prejudiced myself because making everybody your enemy uh, only seeing the bad possibilities about people's characters and people's behaviors really makes you dive into those into those prejudices like oh, also in combination with that age being in puberty and well let's conclude i behaved completely can we say neurotically is that the word i'm not sure yeah i was driven from my own fear driven from my own insecurities and um yeah there was nothing else what we always have to keep in mind is that there is always a light at the end of the tunnel Most of us have been through a difficult time or a difficult relationship, and it left scars. But those scars don't shape our entire body. They're just a small part of our past and who we are. If we start accepting our past, even embracing it, we can learn from it. We can learn to protect us from certain situations and avoid some relationships that show the red flags we know of through our experience. And because of that, we can even strengthen our relationships instead of punishing them with distrust. What we need to learn is that every relationship is different and we shouldn't blame or punish ourselves for getting into something painful by avoiding relationships and love altogether. There's this poem from one of my favorite writers, Erin Hansen. I think it's her most famous one and it goes like this. There is freedom waiting for you on the breezes of the sky and you ask, what if I fall? Oh, but my darling, what if you fly? We now know the source of the problem. We now know where it comes from. I'd say do the exact opposite and um, and it's always easier said than done, but um, long-term thinking, the only way to have that trust again, to feel at ease with loving people is to start having trusting relationships again. If you have that kind of fear, if you have that struggles with that, I know it's uh, very, 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 very hard to to start letting a person back in. It's it's truly, truly hard. But I think the the great thing about the experience you made is that you don't let yourself uh, be played again. I think that experience you can take and use it as an experience and know, okay, that's the point where I maybe have to be more worried about uh, 
when meeting an, uh, the next person. And um, everybody has, has fears, so I think it's nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, definitely not. I think that's a good start. Thank you for tuning in on the second episode of Into Deep. And thank you to our guest Victoria for sharing these intimate thoughts and feelings with us. She's an amazing photographer who just started sharing her work with the world. You can find her on Instagram at Through Victorian Eyes, and a link to that will be on the episode list of this podcast on my website, thisisarj.com. If you like the way this podcast is going, then feel free to share it with someone who you think would also enjoy it. And if you don't like the way it's going, please send me a DM on Instagram at arjpoetry, suggesting ways to improve this podcast. I'm trying to improve by each episode to make it more enjoyable and interesting for everyone to listen to. And I can only do that with your help. Thanks for listening and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you.